from Ravens. I'm Parkin Johnson. And I'm Nick Keckers. And we about to tell y'all what's been going on this weekend. In sports. In sports. Mm-hmm. Let's kick it off, Nick. All right. Let's talk about this World Series. Oh, yeah. A lot to talk about with the World Series. We got uh, the Nationals playing Houston, mm-hmm. which is a big disappointment for me because I thought that the Nationals was just going to go ahead and sweep these dudes. I thought they were, too. And you know what? <clears throat> it took a big turn in game three. Mm-hmm. The Nationals decided to change their lineup. They took Kendricks out. Mm-hmm. Poor management. Mm-hmm. But even worse, umpires. Yes. They're, the strike zone gets wider and wider for Houston. And, uh, you know, it's like in the Nationals can't get a, you know, they can't catch a break. Uh, but, you know, with that being said, the new idea being proposed or talked about in the streets is electronic umpires. Yes. How do you feel, Punky? I don't want no electronic umpires. Oh, you want it to be human errors and flaws? Errors and flaws? Yeah. It's all an effect to me. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I I love, like. You want to hear the, oh. I want to hear the, I want to see it too. You know what I'm saying? I love that. Right. Especially like if it's the last batter, you Mm. got an 0 and 2 count, like bases are loaded. You think somebody about to hit a grand slam, and then the pitcher throw that strike. And, How? and the oh, umpire and the, just be like. The hard out. Yeah. I'm like, ah! It's like, it don't matter what team I'm going for at that moment. It's just the way he. What if they had the electronic ump and a man that just made noises on the side? <laughs> no, <laughs> so bro. Then everybody's happy. Look, we can get some good officiating, <laughs> plus we can get some good sound effects out of it, you know? Either way it goes. Like, the Nationals, yeah, okay, I can't lie. Some of the, the strike zone was out of control for the Nationals. I'm sorry. But at the same time, they did, like you said, have a trouble. The management was out of control. The lineup was out of control. They, yeah. They had errors. They did hella play, errors. Hella yeah. errors. They did yeah. not play their best baseball. They did not. You know what? They, they got shook going at home. You know, Soto had his 21st birthday at home, game mm-hmm. three. The biggest stage in the world. Yeah. First time the World Series has been at D.C. in 80-plus years. They couldn't match the hype, man. Let's yeah, just, let's just, let's that just hype wasn't real. Game. They couldn't match the hype. Uh, they disappointed the fans. They did. And you made me a big nationalist fan. I'm sorry. I, I love I, I, I love the team now. I'm going fun. But they bats just went cold. I know. And they were on such a hot streak. Game one, game two. Mm-hmm. When they hit that 12, 12 yeah. runs in game yeah. two. Ooh. Man, we were going crazy. So disappointed in Soto. Soto had to have been hungover. Yeah. <laughs> the I, whole he, team. Had, he had a three-day hangover. Now, Soto, get it together, bro. We need to get this win. The whole team looked hungover. They did. and But you know what would be really interesting and what I'm really waiting to see is if the Nationals can pull this out mm-hmm. and they win the next two games in Houston – Every single away team has won that game in the series, the, which would be crazy in, in, in the World Series. Yeah. In history of baseball? And I think that would be the first time in the World Series that every away team has won. Wow. So that would be a cool little W for the first, uh, you know, uh, World Series for the Nationals. That would mm-hmm. be an awesome way to bring it home. Um, but, yeah, man, I'm excited. We'll see. I still believe Nationals. I'm still with you, baby. Let's do it. Yeah, the national they are not gonna win. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll see about that. Bro, All right, I'm bro. still I'm still on your on your side, Nats. Let's do bro, it, baby. Houston got bats 
No. They got fire on their wrists, fire on their backs, fire in the twisted and hips. Them motherfuckers is coming. And whoever that dude is that keep betting money on Houston, this dude about to get Oh, the furniture paid. man. Yeah, the he furniture man. Get, what do you make, like 10 mil? I don't. I, I think he's gonna make yeah probably about ten million Bro, or something like it's that. It's going down in Houston. I hate y'all, but y'all gonna take this. Y'all gonna take this World Series. All right. Well, let's change the subject. Sorry, boo boo. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. boo boo. So so we are gonna move on to the NFL, mm-hmm. in which is very interesting with what the Jags are gonna do with the QB they have starting right now, Nick Foles, who mm-hmm. is potentially coming back from his injury. Man. Nick Foles is, has the toughest time in the NFL. Super Bowl MVP mm-hmm. can never get his starting job. He is the total opposite of Fitzpatrick. How does Fitzpatrick start for 12 teams in the NFL and Nick Foles can't get a start for one of them? This man is guaranteed wherever Fitzpatrick goes, he gets a starting position. And it's guaranteed wherever Nick Foles goes, he loses his starting position for nothing that he's done wrong. Can we get that man a team, please? Nikki Poo you seem very passionate about this issue, but I have the perfect answer for that. You want to hmm. know why Fitzpatrick starts? You want to know why he gets that position? Why is that? It's the beard, man. <laughs> it's the beard. It has nothing to do with his the- potential. It has nothing to do with his capability With his capability to run or pass the ball. Yeah. It's the beard. It's the attitude. It's the confidence that he clearly thinks he has, but he don't because he and- ain't shit. <laughs> <laughs> he really isn't. Bro, and... And, man, I just want to say, Nick Foles, I'm rooting for you. Hopefully you can get, man, go down to Miami. You go down to Miami. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, you and, Fitz, you and uh, Fitzpatrick. What's his name? Yeah. Swap. Yeah. You, you, y'all, y'all, y'all can do, like, you start the first and second quarter, then he do the third and fourth, and then the next game, y'all can flip-flop, because this actually, this sounds like a match made QB heaven. It does. Y'all yeah. might as well play for the same team. And battle over the starting position every single game. Well, because Nick Foles will get injured, and Mick, and Fitzpatrick, that's we'll, when he always comes in. And you know, will lose Those, every game. Every game, yeah. It's always Nick Foles' shoulder, though. I know, yeah, that guy. He's just very injury prone. But you know, I mean, he's a Super Bowl MVP, and it's crazy. He's about to lose his job again. Well, the thing is, I just had so much hope for him because he was going to a new team, the Jags, who strongly needed somebody to come in with the leadership ability, with the M, with mm-hmm. the, uh, with the. Uh, the record of uh, being MVP, mm-hmm. and I just knew that this was going to be his year to take a team, single-handedly, flip it around, turn it around, be and the star, and at prove least who go, he is. At least yeah. go five hundred because with that defense, let's be real. Oh, that no Jaguars defense is good defense. No, what? I mean, we've been watching well, the same football. Well, not after they lost Ramsey. I don't know, and they fucking gave the. Well, we already talked about that last week. But uh, yeah, but anyway, I think Minch is going to be named the starter for the rest of the season. And again, uh, that goes with the facial hair. You yeah. see that mustache? Yeah, Minshew mania. The the beard has power, fellas. <laughs> I try to tell the- you, boy. <laughs> you get the you get the girls. Mm-hmm. You get to throw the ball. Yeah. But he they they also losers. They they just get the start. <laughs> Do the Jaguars losers? Everybody, everybody that has a beard that plays football is is garbage. Think about it. Aaron Rodgers has a mustache. Aaron Rodgers is Aaron Rodgers, though. Mm, okay. He's different. Now you have me thinking about QBs with a beard. Yeah, every, every, matter of fact, everybody think about it. Everybody go watch it. Come back and let me know if I'm right or wrong. And I'm <laughs> telling you, everybody got the beard. They stars, but they trash. <laughs> All right, that's a good take. Uh, <laughs> and more, more QB controversy, too. There's whispers uh, running around about maybe trading Cam Newton from uh, the Panthers. Yes. 
which I think is a good idea. I think, Cam, you're done, bro. Nah. No? I cannot see Cam Newton playing for another team. The Panthers is where Cam needs to be. They have the system for him. He, he I feel bad for Cam because he, he it's, it's been tough on him, and his luck has been tough with injuries, but he is still, to me, a top-five quarterback in this league. He's a winner. Healthy. When he's, he's healthy. When he's healthy. But he, he hasn't been healthy in five years? Because he's not giving himself. See, what, what Cam is doing is he's rushing himself back from the injury, which he mm-hmm. shouldn't rest uh, uh, just replenish your body. Like, just you, you have to recharge and reset, man. Give yourself some time to heal that foot, get that shoulder in line. And yo, stop taking them hits like that, Cam. You crazy. Yeah, you're getting too old for that, man. Like, what's crazy is a big dude, but man, he can't take those hits like he used to. But that kid, Allen, Kyle Allen, mm-hmm. he's looking dope. You want to know what the problem is with Cam, though? What's the problem? It's the ears. His they- ears are too small for him to be taking <laughs> Is that why he always wears those weird head wraps and everything? Yes, it's always. See, my thing is, it's always cover up those body, ears. It's always the body parts that let me know what type of quarterback you're gonna be. If you got the beard, you got the confidence. If you got the, if you don't have ears, you can't be running into no traffic like that, man. Because you don't have no protection. <laughs> 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 you can't hear when people coming. You got smart. No, bro, you cannot do that, man. You can't do it, Cam. Grow the mm. ears or stop running into traffic, brother. You heard it here. Grow some ears, Cam. But the crazy thing about it is, I'm going to tell you some crazy. So um, mm-hmm. on Facebook, I'm a part of a uh, Who That Nation uh, group. Mm-hmm. And somebody posted an article that said, you know, Drew Brees, you know, he's getting older. He's declining. So the Saints should be looking into getting a starting quarterback. Yeah. And they posted an article that was so crazy. It was like, maybe the Saints shouldn't look no further than within their own NFC division. Oh, Which they said yeah. we should probably trade for Maddie Ryan. Mm. Or Cam Newton. Well, you know how I feel about Matt Ryan. I hate Matt Ryan. I hate Matt Ryan as well. Yeah. It's the size of his head, honestly. He yeah. just has a long, He's too big of a head. head. But the thing is, if if that was something that was to happen, I would 100% go full Cam Newton for the Saints. I agree with that. But I'd say just stick with Teddy Bridgewater. And you know what? That's another quarterback, man, that can never get his opportunity. And, you know, whether it be injury or whether it be Drew Brees coming back, you know, poor Teddy Bridgewater. I'm a big supporter. Um, it's the gloves. I don't like the gloves. I hate the fact that he wears those gloves to throw that damn football. <laughs> yeah. I do not like those damn gloves. Yeah, but I don't know. He's been winning. He's been winning games. The special teams and the defense has been winning. I, Actually, I, the Saints defense look like bounties are back. I hope they the bounties look, are back. 10,000 yeah. for their head, bitch. <laughs> Let's Take go, Saints. <laughs> Let's go, yeah. Saints. Yeah. Man yeah. of die. Yeah. We proud. We kill. We eat. Speaking of wins, Belichick got his 300 win. Oh, He's yeah. in the 300 club. Mm-hmm. And how appropriate that it's against the Browns. How And everybody's talking about how the Browns are going to upset the Patriots. No way. No, sir. No, sir. Who in their right mind was saying the Browns was going to upset? Everybody. Even, you know, it was all over. Oh, I think the upset's coming. I think the upset's coming. No way. And I'm hating. Or I can't stand all these people hating on Tom Brady. Every year, he gets older, and do, he stays the same. That man looks good. The Patriots' defense looked good. Tom Brady is the definition of consistency. Mm-hmm. You look in the dictionary and look up the word consistency. Winner, 
Yeah. And consistency is going to be a picture of Tom Brady next to Bill Belichick. Mm-hmm. And word on the street is, like on the, a low-key word on the street is, that Bill Belichick and Tom Brady don't even like each other. Yeah. And they're talking about uh, Tom Brady leaving the Patriots. People keep saying the uh, most absurd things about Tom Brady leaving the Patriots. Like I saw an article today, I think it was on the NFL Network, about mm-hmm. it could be a good idea to have to trade Tom Brady and Phil Rivers. Oh God, no! That that seems what two people that are about to retire. <laughs> what? It, it, yeah. It's like for the life of me, this doesn't make sense. I mean, I get it. I don't. You know, I I can't lie. When Tom Brady was talking about uh, just not knowing about the future of him and the Patriots because mm-hmm. this is his, his last year in the contract, I did think that that would turn the whole team around because when it seems like it's turmoil like that, it seems like maybe there's some trouble in the locker room, maybe there's some coaching management issues, mm-hmm. but it didn't. Them motherfuckers look like they came in stronger after they Tom went Brady harder. made that statement. Yeah, they did go harder. Well, you know, I think Belichick's trying to go undefeated for Brady's last year as a Patriot. The Patriots is going 19 and 0, yo. <laughs> hey, they that's even a bold... gonna, They even going to win the bye week. Them bitches <laughs> going 20 and 0. <laughs> you know... You know, it would be interesting. So, I think the Patriots should do everything they could to get Garoppolo back, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, Garoppolo is tearing it up. 49ers beat Panthers 51-13. to 13. Are you kidding me? They didn't beat them, Nick. They raped Ooh, them. They buried them. They raped them. Buried. They, they bullied them. What are you doing, Panthers? No, oh, bro. It's like, what, did the Panthers lose or did the, or did the 49ers win? The, the, I don't know. The 49ers are the real deal. I think 49ers, ooh. It, what, and then what if it's Garoppolo versus Brady in the Super Bowl? That would really piss me off. <laughs> that would really make me mad because I, if, you, if you want to be honest with you, I mm-hmm. want it to be the Saints. Oh, yeah. Well, obviously, you're a Saints fan. Yes. Yeah. Who, 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 who going to the Super Bowl, Nick? We already know the Patriots. Patriots. No, nobody's beating the Patriots. Nobody's beating the Patriots. No one's beating them. Um, I like in the NFC, actually, I really like the Saints. But I'll tell you, the 49ers and the Saints, I think that's the NFC championship right I do there. Too. I do I low key think the 49ers will win that game, but yeah. I really, really want it to be the Saints. I, you know, I, I believe in, in the Saints, and I think that, you know what, they should have been there last year. And uh, these damn refs. Conspiracy. Yeah, and conspiracy. what do you think? And again, and then, well, you know, we'll, we'll change for just a second. Is it like, you know, and then again, we have another bad game deciding loss with the Buccaneers and the Ooh. Titans. And, you know, these these refs are are deciding who wins these games. And that's not right. Yeah. The, ref, the referee should not be deciding who wins the games. The players should be deciding who wins the game. Yeah. With my buddy Ryan Clark said um, on NFL Network. Should the referees be fired straight up? Absolutely. If, 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 if you if you mess this up for the team and for the players, and you are deciding who wins and who loses this game, should the referee be held accountable? Should they be fired? Should they uh, be fined? They should at least be suspended and fined, just like the players get fined for for bad hits, whatever penalties, throwing the football out in the stands. Yeah. The refs need to be getting fined and suspended. Mm-hmm. We talked about it last week. We're going to talk about it again this week. Accountability with these refs. It's called ref ratings. We yeah. have to talk about this every single week because the thing is, what the referees are saying is, well, we all make mistakes. These are not mistakes. These mm-hmm. are looking like intentional decisions and intentional calls. Yeah. What, are we trying to be the NBA? Come okay. on, NFL. 
Let's get it together. Start, do we need to start hitting <laughs> niggas with basketball in the NFL? Right? Do we need to start, start James Harden? James Harden. James Harden. <laughs> James, James Harden again gets hit in the face by a basketball. This time he did it to himself. Harden, you played yourself, man. Look. <laughs> I, I never on. thought anything would be funnier than when Giannis hit him in the face with the basketball last year, and then they turned that into the damn MVP meme. But this year, Harden just slammed the basketball in his face. I've oh, never, right. So I think uh, we got to get to the axe of the week. Okay. And Adrian Hill, you get the axe of the week, the referee for the Titans-Bucks game. The worst. Well, I think it's the worst because... You know, like Ryan Clark said, the players are supposed to decide who wins these games, not the referees, which did not happen in this case. Adrian Hill, did, he blew a play dead that could potentially have given the Bucks the win. Not even potentially, the Bucks would have gotten the win over the Titans. And, and we've already seen it before with the Saints and Rams, mm-hmm. and they've already been changing these rules. Mm-hmm. These refs, like we said, yeah. uh, we're going to say this over and over and over again, accountability, fines, suspensions. Mm-hmm. Put these people in the hot seat like you put players when they make bad decisions. It's not It's not a one-way road here, guys. I think it's just simple. Just stop blowing the fucking whistle. Stop yeah. blowing the whistle. Right. You got let to, it play out. Let it Let it all play out because you, know, you can always overturn it. Right. But you ruin a whole play when you blow the whistle. Mm-hmm. The kicker, uh, uh, you got you, they hike the ball. They do a fake uh, field goal. The holder takes the ball. He runs out. He gets popped. I mean, he got popped. He got popped worse than I did as a child. He got popped, bro. And you know a black mama be popping. Mm-hmm. He got popped. Ball pops out, but they blew the whistle dead. The Bucks had picked up the ball, returned it for a touchdown. They called the play dead. They said that the runner was down by contact, which when you see the replay, that was not the case. Titans win. Adrian Hill, you get the axe. Come get get a hold of yourself here, man. Adrian Hill, you get the axe. You get the Adrian Hill, you get the axe of the week. You were the lead referee of the game. You could have made a better call than that. All right. So we're halfway through the NFL season. Let's talk Super Bowl picks. Okay. Well, if I was to talk Super Bowl pick, realistically, of course, Patriots mm-hmm. uh, and the 49ers, because the 49ers just look detrimental. They just look horrifying to play. They look like one of the scariest teams in the NFL to play. They do look was, tough. Yeah. But if I was going off my own personal want and belief, then, of course, I would go. Patriots, New Orleans Saints, because that's my Patriots. And you know what? I'm going with the Patriots Saints. I like that matchup. I think the Saints are tough. That defense is back. Drew Brees is on fire. Woo! And Drew Brees come back from a thumb injury, throwing three touchdowns for 373 yards. They even took him out of the game five minutes left in the fourth quarter and put the rejects in. Yeah. You know Drew Brees beat that ass yesterday. You can't call them rejects. They just went on a four-game winning streak without Drew Brees. Hey, that team has depth. It has strength, mm-hmm. and they're going to be tough to beat this year. And you know what? I'm a conspiracy. I believe in football politics heavy. NFL, you owe Drew Brees, and you know you owe Drew Brees, so give the man what he is owed and what he is due. That man put too much time in. He came back from an almost career-ending injury, came and played for New Orleans, won a championship, and y'all know y'all owe him one more before he retire out this game. Give it to him. Just like you gave it to Peyton Manning. When he went to the Super Bowl, he played the Seahawks, and he got his ass beat. Y'all gave it back to him the next year when he played the Carolina Panthers. Give my boy what he deserved. Drew Brees, you are the man. You never won league MVP, which is blasphemy. Mm-hmm. Stephen A. Smith's favorite word. <laughs> you know you owe him. Give the man what he owed. Give him the Super Bowl. 
and, and that's it. I'm starting to get pissed now, off. You know these goddamn you conspiracy know, <laughs> shit going on in the NFL is really making me mad. You know I'm not really on board with the football politics and all that. But in this case, I do agree with you. You owe Drew Brees. Come on, let's go NFL. Let's go Saints. Let's have a good Super Bowl. I cannot stand the fact that you're not with the conspiracy and the football politics because it was blatantly clear last year in the NFC Championship game that football politics exists. And I'm sorry, I'm going to say it every week. I'm going to say it once and I'm going to say it again forever and ever. That, that, that was blatantly obvious pass interference and the whole world knows it and we are never going to shut up about it. That was bullshit. But I think y'all didn't want nobody to go and play in Atlanta because we would have had Atlanta's locker room and it would have yeah. been against the Patriots who the Patriots beat them motherfuckers when they had a lead by 25 points. That was all football politics, and you know it. But you didn't give it to Drew Brees. You gave it to Tom Brady. I don't know why he is the fucking spoiled little baby of the NFL, but his time is up. Yeah. All right, let's move on. I'm and- sorry. <laughs> I, I, just, I get emotional about I know you things. do. I know. But if I let you go, you'll go on for another 40 minutes about that damn game. So uh, we've already talked about it a hundred times, her and I, and we talked about it last week. And I'm going to so, continue to talk about it, bitch. I'm bitter, I am petty, and I'm full of emotions. I'm a she bitch. She is all of expect? that. She is absolutely all of that, <laughs> I can assess. Uh, all right. So look, it's the beginning of the NBA season. Let's talk about NBA Finals contenders. What are your predictions? What do you think? Well, I heavily believe that there are at least 10 contenders for the NBA championship. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I'll narrow it down to five. Okay. My number five pick would be, um, I would say the Spurs. Mm. Only because of Pop. Yeah, well, they're the Spurs. They're, you they're know, the Spurs, they're you know? they're always going to be hanging around, and if they can pull it together, they'll, they could easily go. Yeah. Um, I, I really, you know, I really like the Bucks. As number I, five? Yeah. Oh, not, I don't, I don't know where I would put them in my order because it's a little bit too early, but. I would say like I would say they're definitely a top five contender. Buck, mm-hmm. Bucks are. Um, I would say my number four pick uh-huh. would be the Lakers. Yeah. Oh, I put Lakers at number five. I put Bucks at number four. And the Buck, the Bucks are probably the number one contenders. Ah. Uh, no, see, the Seventy Sixers. I I think the Clippers are number one contenders. No, no, the, no, no, not the yet. The Seventy Sixers number two. I would go. Number one, 76ers. Number two, Clippers. Uh, number five, Bucks. Number four, Lakers. Then who's number three? Why are you going to sandwich without all weird in their numbers? I don't know who number three is. <laughs> no, the number five is the Spurs. Number four is the Lakers. Number three is the Bucks. Number two is the uh, Clippers. And number one is the 76ers. All right. We'll 76ers go. is bringing that fire. I don't think they'll do it. I don't want to see Philly anywhere. Philly, just go play no by yourself. You want to see Philly, hey. number one contenders. And look, I like, I do like the Clippers. Mm-hmm. I do, but they not, they not gonna take it this year. Yeah, well, it should be the Wizards giving seventy five million to Bradley Beal out the oh, blue. Oh, good god! Me. They need to get, the, they need to be in the championship, the, paying that kind of the money. The thing oh. about it is, who is that? <laughs> who the fuck is that? Yeah, nobody's talking about him. He's not on anybody's radar. He ain't on and, and and he gets seventy five million for a two year extension. Ooh, the DC stop giving away all your money. Yeah, can we make better decisions? Come on, DC as a whole, ownership, management, all that. 
let's get some restructuring and some fresh minds in there. And you please. might want to start with the Redskins. Oh, God. We can't even talk about them. I'll, now you'll have me ranting for 30 minutes. <laughs> uh, but anyways, guys. That's no, no, no. no. <laughs> let's start with the Redskins. Uh, well, let's get rid of Bruce Allen. Let's get, a, get rid of Daniel Snyder. Get rid of him. Yeah. What? Y'all, you know what? Y'all could be with, y'all could be with uh, Adrian Hill. Y'all get the axes, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dan Snyder, you get the axe, too, every week. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, this is your, uh, this your whistleblower's Norman, update. And Josh Norman, you, you look like a bully kid out there, man. Oh, yeah. You can't you, defend you, man, anybody bro. talking about you're the best, Josh bro, Norman. man. You the oh. definition of stealing candy from a baby. Just mm -hmm. getting nuts all in your face every week. You supposed to be the top dog, bro. Man, you got to do better. You get the axe too, man. Yeah, Norman, you get the axe, and he's probably getting traded. Hey, man. Uh, all right. Well, look, that was your uh, that was your up your whistleblower update. This ref ratings. This ref ratings. I'm Punky Johnson. Y'all can follow me on everything. Punky Johnson. P U N K I E on everything. And Johnson. And you, Nick Keckeris. I'm on everything. Is Nick Keckeris. And don't forget to follow us on ref ratings on every. Platform. platform that you can follow us. We're going to be lighting it up every week. We hope you join us. Tune in. Stay tuned. Be tuned. <laughs> I think they're all tuned up. <laughs> they're all tuned yeah. up. <laughs> all right. Thank you all for joining Thanks, us, guys. man. See you all next week. Mm -hmm.